Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast driven by listener inputs. I'm your host, Pete Z, and today, MML is going to help you recover from the Super Bowl. Let's talk about this. Who won that big game? Let's not. Who cares, right? You're not going to remember who won in a couple weeks. Think about it. Who won last year? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Why? Because social media is way more important than analyzing a sports industry that is making billions (laughs) and casting aside the revenue generators when they're injured or become aware they're playing in contests where they will endure impacts. This is right equivalent to being smashed into by an orca whale. Pete, don't be ridiculous. I'm not. Look it up. Sally Jenkins, the amazing Washington Post sports writer, details this in her January 12th column, which is titled The The Breathtaking Violence of an Ordinary NFL Hit. Okay? It's like getting hit by a fucking orca whale, okay? (laughs) All right, let's take a quick uh, break. We'll come back with content. Five. The. This week's five is from Hibachi in North Dakota. (laughs) Hibachi was some kind of a computer, I thought. No, Pete, that was Huawei. (laughs) That's right, Huawei, the company that built backdoors into all their computing equipment so they could spy on us. Luckily, the free world has a counter to this called deception. That's right. Deception via a specific deliberate strategy called flooding the zone with the most worthless data ever. Hello, totalitarian regimes. Welcome to our digital world, motherfucker. Have fun sifting through 5 billion gigabytes of worthless data, you fucking state-run autocrat. (laughs) Anyway, this five is is titled The Five Dumbest Super Bowl Commercials. They just... um, provided a list. They didn't give any explanation, so I'll do the heavy lifting here of explaining these commercials. Number one, dumbest commercial, Workday. Okay, this was Ozzy Osbourne. So this is where we find Ozzy in a fucking Workday ad. It reminded me of the uh, 1980s heavy metal scare when people were freaking out about Ozzy and Kiss and devil worshippers and... um, Demon kids who are playing Dungeons and Dragons. How fucking stupid was that? What are we going to go after next? Some nerds fucking playing a board game. This was a real thing. And the best reference, if you're not familiar, is the show Stranger Things, season four. The show does an amazing job with 80s references. It also shows you what a couple decades worth of perspective does to it. In 20 years, it's going to be the same thing where you go back and parse the reactions to a lot of the stuff that's going on now, and it's going to be totally off base. It's just the way it is. It comes full circle now with Ozzy Osbourne. Really? He was that desperate that he put himself in a commercial for HR software? Number two, (laughs) dumbest commercial, Budweiser. First of all, who drinks Budweiser? I love cheap beer, but even I wouldn't do this. And yet, here we are, another 80s star in the commercial, Kevin Bacon. What's going on with these formerly famous people? Are they that in need of money and attention? 
that they're going to prostitute themselves for these stupid brands? Or am I the one that's wrong? Right? And maybe, maybe I'm the one that's off base. Because I know these companies probably did all this analysis and test marketing and determined that the numbers said, this is what the generalized demographic craves at the Super Bowl. People want this shit. Go dig up the old celebrities, put them in these modern situations. The audience loves it. They're more likely to buy your products. Now, maybe this says more about the audience probably than anything else. Remember, here at Make Me Laugh, we rise above all of this shit. Third dumb commercial, Michelob Ultra. Again, another 80s throwback. This time to the classic comedy movie, Caddyshack. Right, they put Tony Romo in fucking Bill Murray's character. This is a fucking comedic travesty. Can you imagine Harold Ramis if he were still alive? I don't know. You think he would be down with this shit? Caddyshack. The real Super Bowl movie, guys, is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Right? You remember? Starring Jim Carrey, featuring the wonderful Dan Marino. Ace Ventura captures... The essence of football, cheating, animal theft, (laughs) and yes, transgender issues. I'm not kidding. The movie is actually focused on the Miami Dolphins kicker that transitions, right, and becomes a police lieutenant, and that is actually a criminal. Now, the treatment of the subject would not be done this way today. Let's be honest, you know, and don't get all high and mighty about Ace Ventura. When it came out, I considered it extremely funny. In fact, I quoted it ad nauseum for years. Just ask anybody that knows me. They got sick of uh, (laughs) me using quotes from the movie, such as, Like a glove. It was funny to me then. It's funny to me now. And I get why a lot of people would be pissed off by it now. But guess what? We evolve. I know it's a novel concept. It's not just me. Fucking Jim Carrey said essentially the same thing. I'm just relaying here. Back to the commercials. Super Bowl commercial number four that's dumb. Pringles. Really? Do we really need to be reminded by some fucking celebrity singer that Pringles come in a cylindrical can? Was that really a fucking good use of money and time? You know, it's fucking hilarious. You get your wrist jammed into a fucking Pringles can. You know, who was in the writer's room for that? You know, let's see, the potato chips are placed in a stack and then fed by an automated machine into a cylinder for packaging. Uh, We can make the uh, cylinder into like a pirate's uh, spyglass. Or no, no, we can have it spiral like a football. Or no, we'll make it a fake poster tube. Or, Or even we could even make it a pole for a stripper out of Pringles cans. No, 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 no. That's all too hard. Let's just have some singer get their fucking arm stuck in the Pringles can. That's what they came up with. Fifth dumb commercial, Popcorners. If you saw this, you're probably like me. No, they shouldn't have done this. Yeah, they did. They take Brian Cranston, reprising his Breaking Bad character, to do what? Hawk popcorn chips made by Frito-Lay? What possible reason is this for this? Well, Pete, they need the money. Really? You see these former athletes, as as an example, 
that are now destitute. They do stuff like they sell off their Super Bowl rings. These people need money. But what is this? People with more money than they could ever spend are prostituting themselves. It says a lot about them, but it says more again about the audience, right? Doesn't it say more that this is what the analytics says is the right thing to do for the Super Bowl? Again, shut down the fucking Smithsonian. Close all the fucking museum. Close the fucking libraries. Shut down the universities. We don't need any of this shit. Close the national parks. The analytics say close the shit down. Society has no use for this stuff. And all this commercials, it makes me think of one fucking thing. Chuck Norris. You know how Chuck Norris used to come on those infomercials, sometimes with Christy Brinkley? And they hawked these stupid workout machines. I used to roll my eyes. But now, fucking that would be considered high art. You think a commercial selling chips that points out they're shaped like a fucking triangle is culturally relevant? Give me fucking Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, who, oh, by the way, if you look it up, is the only person on earth capable of slamming a fucking revolving door. Look it up. Mail, 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 mail. All right, today we have a mail inquiry from a listener regarding the Super Bowl halftime show. The email reads as follows. Pete, did you see the Super Bowl halftime show? I haven't had time to digest this whole Rihanna thing. So can you please break it down for us? Thanks, Dusty. Dusty, I can. Rihanna was the main act. If I had to guess, she's not a make-me-laugh listener. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Rihanna, I'll be honest. So I had to conduct a little research here. And I found the following article on Entertainment Weekly from their 126.23 article titled... TikTok pastor says he went to hell and heard demons torturing sinners with Rihanna's song Umbrella. Okay, I don't know the song Umbrella, but this guy says he went to hell and heard demons talking about this. Now, let me read some of the article. I think it'll provide, uh, Dusty, all the insight you need. A TikTok pastor says that before Rihanna landed her gig as a Super Bowl 2023 halftime show performer, the pop star was headlining in the depths of hell. All right, continuing to quote from the Entertainment Weekly article. Gerald Johnson, a religious figure and leader of the Gerald A. Johnson Ministries in Texas, shared a video on the social media site, I guess this is TikTok, recalling a 2016 journey to Satan's playground, which he says occurred after his spirit left his body and traveled to the center of the earth. That's, quote, where the hell is, he said. And there's a video clip if you go to the article. Okay, hell is in the center of the earth. Got it. Uh, squares with my high school physics courses. <laughs> Continuing to quote from the article, there... He was treated to the perks of the fiery abyss, including what can only be described as a performance art piece involving a man burned from head to toe, being dog walked by a demon holding a chain. Then, pardon the pun, all hell broke loose. 
Okay, here's the article's quote from Minister Johnson. It still baffles me today. There's a section in hell where music was playing. It was the same music we hear on the earth, but as opposed to entertainers singing it, the music, demons were singing it. It was some of the same lyrics we hear here, he said, adding that when today's musical acts do drugs to explore their craft, they can open a portal to hell so that demons can whisper lyrics that will allow Satan to control humans. Then the article goes to talk about Rihanna and her, and her career. But what can I say? The pastor went to the center of the earth and heard these Rihanna lyrics. It's very strange. If you look at the video, this pastor, he looks like he's healthy, clean, well-groomed. He, lo- he doesn't look like someone whose spirit has traveled the 108th, uh, what is it, 1,800 miles to the center of the fucking Earth's inner core, (laughs) which, by the way, has a temperature of over 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit. But who am I to question this guy? If he says this stuff, if it's on TikTok, then this stuff about Rihanna must be science fact. And logically, now... All 117 million Super Bowl viewers are going to fucking hell. Mail, 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 mail. Oh my goodness, coming back with a second mailbag segment? What is this? How does this happen, Pete? Well, I got an email that I need to get out onto the air because it provoked a reaction in me. And here's the email. It reads, Pete, I didn't like the Super Bowl prep show. Too much swearing and making fun of overweight coaches. Not enough hardcore football analysis. What gives, Todd in Connecticut? What gives? Todd, let me tell you what gives. I gives a fuck about hardcore NFL analysis. This is, if you ever took the time to look at the Apple or um, Spotify category, it is a comedy show. It is explicit. It's tagged as such. It's a comedy show laced with profanity, angst, and trepidation. Regarding what is an uncertain world. Okay, let's be honest. I disclosed my personal football stat. I came out with that, Todd, with my stats. What did you ever disclose? Your fucking hate. You need to try to love your fucking fellow man, Todd. What did you expect to hear on Make Me Laugh? Some analytics wizardry? Some football pundits blathering about gadget plays, over-unders, and reach-arounds. Not going to happen, Todd. These sports talk people, they're like fucking soap operas with the fucking jock strap and a lack of shame and self-worth. Make me laugh. It's never going to try to replicate that kind of narcissistic bullshit. What kind of fucking waste is that? Why can't I make fun of fat coaches? What do you want me to do? Make fun of players? Players are basically kids with fucking money and insane drive, so it's no surprise that they fuck up sometimes. They're the fucking product. They're not good comedic targets, Todd. The coaches are visible authority figures, which is a perfect satirical target. Now, the owners, I get it. People are probably thinking, well, they would be a great target, but they're not as visible. Because of non-disclosure agreements and out-of-court settlements. Owners, remember the fucking massage parlor? Remember the sexual harassment scandal? 
Remember the thinly veiled racism? No, you don't fucking remember it because they covered it all up. Paid it off. Paid a fucking man $50 million to hold up a shield that they can hide behind. Todd, you know what? Don't even fucking email here again. Unless you want to have some fucking dignity. And next time, if you do email, ensure to indicate in the subject line, quote, last time I acted like a fucking spoiled brat. Quick break, back with more hilarious content. Pete Z. Sounds like. All right, Pete Z. Sounds like this time are coming in from Danny in Florida. Look. It's time to move on from the Super Bowl. I've had enough. I can only take so much. I know you guys can only take so much. Um, so let's go. Pete sounds like the only traveling salesman left in America. Get back in your Ford Festiva and never return, Pete. Okay. Pete sounds like a man with, quote, limited faculties. Mm. PZ sounds like the fifth horseman. In other words, the loser of the other four ditch before becoming famous. PZ sounds like a United States Postal Service employee that literally throws the packages at your front door. Can you please just place the items down? Ah, <laughs> uh, PZ sounds like the TSA agent that eyeballs you for 10 seconds to make sure your face matches your driver's license. Congratulations, Pete. You are as smart as the facial recognition software written by a college dropout in his parents' basement. (laughs) No, I think the facial recognition software is much more complex. But yeah, these TSA people, I mean, let's be honest, it's a thankless job. Most of them are good people. Some of them, yeah, you get a jerk every now and then. We had a, um, it reminds me, a TSA guy came to one of our comedy shows, and he was in full uniform. It was kind of strange. It was really great to see, though, the comics that were there. (laughs) They immediately honed in on this guy and adapted their material from what, honestly, was a bunch of shit jokes into making fun of the TSA agent. And, I mean, they railed on this dude, (laughs) and they started asking him questions. They wanted to know if he got free flights and all this stuff. And the guy was like, dude, we don't even get benefits. (laughs) Hey, listen, if you like the MML content, tell a close personal associate about the show. If you have content you want to hear on the pod, just email it over to PCComedy at Gmail. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week with more curated content.